Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We could be coming, could be coming to the end of range anxiety. There still are a lot of people a bit nervous about buying an electric vehicle due to having to regularly charge it or there being uh, not enough places to charge it at. But two people who work for AA Ireland just drove from Mizzenhead to Mallonhead without having to recharge. Paddy Common is Head of Communications at the AA and he was one of them. Afternoon, Paddy. Afternoon. Uh, congratulations uh, on, on probably being the first people in Ireland uh, to do that. We reckon we are, yeah. Uh, now, at the same time, this like wasn't some 20 grand car you took the spin in. Uh, tell us what kind of a car it was. Yeah, it was pretty special. It was the Mercedes EQS, which is pretty much the ultimate Mercedes-Benz EV that you can buy at the moment. And it is the, the you know piece of resistance of technology as regards an EV. So not what you'd call affordable. It's definitely for kind of a lot of winners. The car we were driving uh, with options was €168,000. But, um, wow. but it is the, the finest piece of EV technology you can probably find at the moment. Right. Um, but, <laughs> I, I but, wonder what the options are. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, there were some options which were... Uh, there was one set of options which was €26,500 just for as an option. Which is an actual car. An actual <laughs> car, exactly. But, look, but it does prove that, the, that, that there is a battery they, that can drive that distance without a charge. Yeah, well, it was a set of batteries and, it, it, there, and, and it, is, it is quite a large car. But really what it shows, Sean, is that the technology... Is is getting better and mm. that like anything else these things trickle down to the rest of our us mere mortals later on and it is the first time we believe that the car could do that sort of distance and um, we, it, it successfully did so and we did it during winter and you know which is not a great time to do such a thing because EVs don't really like the cold so much so mm. um, so yeah it was interesting to do quite a long journey just uh, under 600 kilometres um, we ended up on just 2% battery but really what's wow. yeah was that's that's proper range anxiety because yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> what's interesting about it and, and you know it's a point aside from this is mm. that there's a really a trick being missed two beauty spots Malinhead and Mizzenhead two you know great tour spots no EV charges at either end so uh, you know yeah. it, this is where people are missing out and there's, there's, there's pubs there's restaurants and those businesses could be putting those in still getting grants to put them in as well yeah and having a captive audience because if you charge your car you're sitting there for half an hour 40 minutes whatever you could be having a lunch um, but so we had plugs out of the window of the B&Bs at both end and we just about made it to our B&B in Malinhead and Donegal as well and we had a plug out the window of a very nice old, like old couple's uh, B&B and, but then after that the next day when we'd done it all we were faced with having charged a battery overnight on a three pin plug not got very much charge and then having to drive uh, to another destination and then another destination to try and charge so while the technology of the products is getting good we're still a bit to go here domestically on, on the yeah. charging points Yeah so uh, you just got there with 2% as you said yeah. so, so you, there must have been a fair amount of planning in this yeah, there was. I mean, we could never attempt it until there was a car that was capable of doing it. So once this mm. Mercedes came out and the range of that, and when they say range, the WLTP range, which is sort of the official range if you're in a lab when under bright conditions is over 700 kilometres. The real world range, which is what you can probably do if you try quite hard, is around 600. We were trying that in winter. We looked at Google Maps, Malin to Mizzen is about 600 kilometres. We said, look, we'll try. We are the AA. If we broke down, 
down, there's a nice yeah, man will come you know and take people. us away. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but what we did was we looked at the route and we we did change direction. We were going to do Malin to Mizzen, but last week was very stormy, if you remember. So we did Mizzen to or we did Mizzen to Malin instead. We had a, a little bit of wind behind us. Ah, right. And so then, in terms of the amount of charge you were using. Did you have to kind of not have the heating on or, or, or don't play that radio so loud or anything well, like well, that? No, Does that affect it? That car that, that car is quite clever and that will it will use some of the residual heat that's created and put that through the cabin. But yes, we weren't blasting air conditioning. Mm-hmm. We weren't um you know, we we weren't driving as well. Driving is probably more how you how you drive. Like we were driving as normal. We didn't want to hyper a mile, which is what some people do when they really, really want to save fuel and you become a, a bit of an obstacle on the road. We were driving at the normal speeds. Mm-hmm. Um but there are ways and it applies Sean as well to normal driving you know, people are worried about the price of petrol and diesel the things you can do to, to save fuel and it's things like you know maybe easing off the throttle when you're coming down a hill you don't need to drive down a hill because if you're on a bicycle mm. you wouldn't do that you wouldn't pedal down a hill so little things like that anticipating when a corner is coming up you use the most energy in an electric car when you're actually moving off from a standstill so if you know that there's a junction ahead you might start easing up and glide to the junction rather than driving up to it and putting on the brakes because when you do that that's when you use so much energy in moving this big two-ton object off from the line again. Mm. Is there a simple reason or simple set of reasons why there aren't more charging points around the country? Well, I mean, I, I was I was a journalist at the time when the first of the electric cars came about and ESB at the time, there was a big investment in the charging points. And at one point we had loads of charging points and no vehicles. Yeah. And it just appears that there hasn't been a catch up with the amount of, uh, char- of vehicles that are now coming on stream. Now, we are quite good when it comes to the main arterial routes, they're, they're reasonably decent now. They could be better. So if you're driving from Dublin to Cork or driving from Dublin yeah. to Galway, you can charge okay. But it's in those sort of areas which, for Ireland, we are a tourist country. You know, we, Eventually, tourists will be coming from other markets. They'll be renting electric vehicles. And they're going to struggle if they're in those extremities of the country. Obviously, for, for most people buying an electric car, it's likely to they'll charge at home and that's yeah. the cheapest way to charge an electric car but we're missing a trick I think as well on, on helping people out who want to explore the country Yeah is there also something of an urban rural divide here I mean my sense is that certainly in Dublin the amount of uh, electric cars has has mushroomed but people are just using that for I'm, I'm assuming for the most part like to do trips around Dublin so there's no range anxiety whereas say if you live in a rural part of Longford well you might need your car there's actually more of a pressing need for them to be charging points there for people Yeah you're right Sean and, and you know the, the, the cars themselves have improved greatly like we are now looking at even cars the, the cheap one of the cheaper cars now an MG4 will do comfortably over 300 kilometres without, without you even trying on a full charge and that is probably enough for most people to be doing in, in one given day anyway mm. really in one, in one go um, but you know, look we are now at the stage where the technology is caught up we do need to look at the distribution and the quality of the charging points yeah Who whose call is that? Is that is that a governmental call or is it kind of just encouraging service stations to install more of them? It's a bit of both. There's there's ESBE cars who, who have been doing a good job in getting things going, but there are still generous grants in place as well for people, businesses to install these points into their premises. And, and again, the examples I used, we when we got to Malin Head, 
know, we went to a, a local restaurant and we were sitting there for ages. We weren't going anywhere. We could have been charging up. And we yeah, uh, and yeah. things like that could, would really help. So it's a bit of both. There's, there's an onus on government, but there's an onus as well. And businesses, if they can afford it, and the grants are there to, to install these uh, wall boxes. Yeah, but, and, but plus also, I, I would imagine there's a part of it isn't just range anxiety. It's, you know, you, if, if, you, if you have a petrol car, you stop at a service station, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. So you want the fast charge points rather than that you have to stay there for 40 minutes to do all this. Yeah, stuff. you do. But the fast charges are much more of an investment. Whereas, uh, you know, I think there is a, a, an opportunity for the, for the smaller businesses to have the wall boxes and then you have them captive. Because if you are, do get a charge for half an hour, an hour, it'll get you uh, enough to get you going. But you also have that customer there. The fast charges are much bigger investment and a much bigger uh, drain on the on the, the grid in that area as well. Ah, right. So so yeah, a service station may be less inclined to put in a fast charger. No, they do. The service stations do put in the fast chargers. I, I suppose it's, it's really just on the extremities of the country where tourists will be, there's maybe an opportunity for, for uh, businesses there to put in some. Yeah. Uh, let me read you out a couple of texts from people giving out. Uh, um, EVs don't like cold temperatures too much. What, how do they cope in Norway, etc.? It's still a big worry. And that's the uncertainty. The fact remains that more petrol and diesel cars are being sold than EVs. Uh, I assume that's still the case, but I would imagine that might be changing. It is the case, but it's it's uh, it's there's a couple of reasons. One is EVs are still expensive, so not yeah, everyone can yeah. afford them. The supply as well isn't there. But yeah, in terms of cold temperatures, they do perform as well. But what we're talking about is the difference between the absolute maximum range you can get, or or you know eighty five, ninety percent of that. But yeah, you're right. The Norway Norway people do fine with the range they have. Yeah, no, but and uh, yeah, because you're not saying the cold temperature makes them cease to a halt no, or anything. No, no, no. But they don't perform <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we will, you know, we're, it was an 82% increase in EV sales last year and it would have been much, much bigger if the supply was there. The supply just isn't quite there at the moment. Why isn't the supply there? Just a finite amount of the of the, the resources that are put into making the batteries, lithium, yeah. the likes of that. Um, it is something that has to be mined and um, they're just, at the moment, is still a finite resource. It, eventually in the future, they will find other ways, solid state batteries, things like that that will allow other materials to be used to make the batteries but at the moment it's just still a, a supply issue okay. we also saw that issue with with chips as well and semiconductors EVs had the same issue yeah uh, somebody else saying I have shared parking outside my house so how am I supposed to run a cable across a public path to the car to charge it and my housing estate was only built in the last three years so this should have been considered at the planning stage. There's probably a lot of people that have Correct. That's, similar problems to that. That's the issue for a lot of people who are apartment dwellers. Now they are starting to bring in the, the potential with newer bills to put those in but there are solutions available. One of the solutions that we're going to start seeing as well are lampposts. The ava- uh, they're going to put cables yeah. from lampposts and it works really, really well. I've, we've started to see trial projects. You go to Mal Hyde, you'll see them. They also exist in Sandyford Industrial Estate. But it's it's quite a reasonable solution to put to put them out of, of lampposts. They're also potentially talking about changing old phone boxes and the, or the posts where they used to be and have hubs coming from those as well. Yeah. And so the, the, just going back to the mark 
uh, it was a, 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 an EQS 450 plus. Is there anything, and you know, a very posh electric car can't do compared to a very posh diesel car, or, or pretty much are you in the same world of fabulous luxury? Well, it, it, the luxuries were extraordinary in this car: yeah. massaging seats, heated seats, a variety of screens. You know, your passenger could be watching something, and as a driver, which we noticed, if you if the driver looks over to see what they're watching, it shuts off because it's tracking your eyes. <laughs> so yeah, incredible. People piece of technology but look it does the acceleration is much faster um, not that that's particularly of, of much mm. use but uh, but no the technology is, is, is quite extraordinary Yeah Paddy thanks so much for coming thanks. in to us today uh, that was uh, Paddy Common there Head of Communication at uh, AA Ireland Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.